Hey, howdy, hey, Internet. This is Corey. Welcome back to Fly Casual. Hey, guess what? It's reviews and rumors, and we got some comics tonight. Some of the good ones, as a matter of fact. Also, a couple episodes of Rebels, so we're going to be doing that. All before we then pile into some rumors, it's going to be a hot, hot night at Fly Casual. Stick around for more of that said Fly Casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! Hey, boy. Fly casual, fly casual, fly casual. I'm so casual right now. Are you flying? Uh, yeah, wait, dude. Wait to fly casual. I'm flying high. Guys are going to be high. I believe I can fly. I As believe I can touch that them. sky. Yeah, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, dude. Fly, you fools. I'm like Lola Bunny over here. Dang, you're pretty yeah, fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're pretty fly for a white guy. Nah, that's not true. Hey, that's racist, bro. I'm not fly at all. It's not racist because it's a song. What? Yeah. yeah. See, that's where the KKK it. got it, it is, wrong. They should have had a they should have had a top ten hit. It's and, the offspring. People would quote the message, and it wouldn't be. You ever heard you you do you offspring, bro? Yeah. Do we, do you if even it, if it if it makes Billboard I, top ten? I did it's eighteen not, it, years the, ago. The racism is washed. Oh, dude, you never stop offspringing. <laughs> you don't. Yeah. No, I no. D- I did. Sorry. It's a way of life. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, music trumps racism. <laughs> that is so yeah, not dude. true. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm trying to think yeah. of really popular music that's racist, uh, and there's a lot of it. <laughs> so there you go. Anything's <laughs> racist if you try hard enough. That's yep. right. Yeah, that's what makes it great. Shut up, you filthy mick. <laughs> See? Dang, dude. No, that's our word. I can say Yeah, that's that. our that's I'm your a, word. I'm a not mick. my word. Yeah, you're a filthy Canuck. See, that was racist. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Don't, don't do no, that. that's my favorite hockey team, though. You beaver, so it's okay. you beaver-tailed maple syrup so, drinking flag so waving. The, the Vancouver Canucks are they like the Redskins of the hockey league? Then because it's racist, <laughs> a real Canadian wouldn't have to ask. <laughs> yeah, Canadian. I, I'm just making sure you know. Oh, oh, well, that question part? Question mark? Well, if you don't know, I ain't gonna tell you. Yeah, I know. I'm just making sure you know. It's a test. I will not be <laughs> yeah, tested. That's it. I will yeah. not be tested. That's what I told that prostitute, and that's what I'm telling you now. Gross. I don't know why a prostitute would ask me to get tested. How do we, t- how do we start off this way? This is weird. It's late. Oh, man, is it late. This is Fly Casual it's After Hours. Late. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Fly Casual After Hours. I'm your host, Mr. Corey T. Wilson. With me on my right, uh, awkwardly massaging the side of his computer screen with a sensuality that makes me all but and completely uncomfortable. Is Mr. Michael Jarrett? But why, why, why are you touching your monitor like that, dude? I'm ca- I don't oh, know. You know. I'm reading Poe Dameron, so there are things you gets, touch your Poe monitor with, going like, on. Uh, with like that. I want. <laughs> I, it sounds like I'm made making mountains of molehills, but seriously, he's caressing his computer screen. <laughs> yeah. I don't I'm like it. I have. A, mm, I have a. That's how good Poe Dameron a tender was. Tender relationship week. with my computer. 
Loves that Tarek. <laughs> is that you? why it's so scraped up yeah. on one side? Because yeah. you've been getting violent yeah. with it. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, that's when we get a little more man. sensual later in the evening. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, you know. Gross. Also, Mike, you need to get yourself checked. You need to get tested because <laughs> if your skin's leaving those kinds of marks on hard plastic, <laughs> do you have a computer virus? Hey oh oh hey. yeah said, yeah. You got a CTD. Computer huh? transmitted disease. Oh, geez. Oh, one of those. Those are the worst. <laughs> yeah. Those are bad. Who Ouch. likes diseases? Not me. And certainly not Garrick, not Jay Hardy, who it hath is across the pot and out of you. <laughs> who hath oh, is who, across who hath I, a few. He, he hath a placement. Grown, I don't want. Barely. I actually get an intro this week? Holy cow, that's oh, awesome. shut up. That never happens. <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> hey, guys. Oh, it's man. me, Garrick. They don't, they don't get to put their bingo chip down tonight. You know, oh, what do I do? I don't know what to do with my intro. You uh, keep playing. Uh, uh, how's it going, everybody? Keep, Hello, world. Keep playing the not intro card, and you won't get intros, <laughs> pal. That's what happened there. So, hey. 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 I'm, hey. Over, I'm over here at Master Control, completely unprepared to do anything. And well, what's, How's that different than normal? Good luck editing this, Howie. It's, it's all mushed together. So there you go. Yep. Have fun. Like, like Have peas fun. and carrots. That's right. Speaking of peas and carrots or just peeing, really, let's uh, talk about some, uh, let's, uh, do a little bit of reviewing. What? Oh, man. I hope you're ready, uh, Garrick. It is your time. Oh, my God. I don't know what to do. What do I do? Surfing the web softly. Hey guys! Surfing so hey. softly. We had quite a few Star Wars well, things come out reviews in the last comics. couple of weeks. Yeah, we did. Surfing yeah. so yeah, softly. Yeah, we did. <laughs> With his comics. <laughs> so we had four comics come out. Whoa! I think. Whoa. That's how many I counted. If I missed one, too bad. So we had Vader 11. Yeah. Poe Dameron number 25. Check. Poe Dingle. And. Thrawn, double check. One. Ooh. Yeah, we did. Afra seventeen. Oh, triple check. And of check. course, later on, we may or may not discuss a couple episodes of Rebels. What? When you said it's triple back, check, baby. Mike, I think what you meant to say was hand check. Yeah, I did. Hand check. Yeah, Afra yeah, hand was, check because yeah. he said Afra. I was talking about Afra. Yeah. So good. Also, now Mike's molesting my uh, flathead screwdriver, and I'm not okay with. I'm okay with it. It's, it's hard and stiff. Everything's okay when half is around. And yeah. short. Very short. And short. It's a very short flathead. <laughs> that's what she said. It is. It no, that's like not what she three said. Three inches. It's not about the, the size. It's how you use it. Well, Dang it's a flathead, so it's just going to keep sliding out the side. <laughs> anyway. You Phillips that up. So, yeah. Vader number 11, guys. Yeah. Want me to break this down? Wait, do you want wait, that? wait. Before you do. Can someone get a poster of this cover art for me without the text on it so I can hang it up in my house? The Vader comic? Yes. You like that one? That yeah, is, dude. I love that that duotone lighting, and I love all the different people and creatures in the background. I love yeah. this that cover is, art. That is a good cover art. Yeah, that's good. They, they needed a cantina scene in the comics. It's a good mm-hmm. comic, by the way. I like the yeah. fact that the ladies are singing into literal SM58 microphones. You like that? Yeah. They must have stolen those from a church. <laughs> yeah. That's actually church. my only complaint about this, but I love this art. Yeah. So let me break this down real quick. Then we can discuss. Do That's it. That's how this goes, Corey. Do it. Corey, 
Here we go. You ready for this? No, I want to bring up something about the first panel. No, I'm fine. All right, here we go. <laughs> ready? On a bright and pleasant day, there was a dark lord who strolled into a bar. The faces all around him were all various types of aliens giving him the stare down. But little did Vades know that there was murder in the air. As the chatter in the bar subsided, the dark-helmeted figure could hear a faint noise of a comlink. Click, click. Dorothy V turned around and looked at everyone, but no one moved. The comlink clicked again. Click, click. All of a sudden, the bar explodes in a storm of lasers and explosions. But the Dark Lord was able to evade all of the murderous attempts on his life. He grabbed a speeder and chased after the remaining would-be assassins and caught up to them. And he asked them, who was it who wanted to kill me? His new prisoners told him they could track the call. Who was it that called? This time a little more resolutely, the captives tracked the call. Oh my God, they said. I don't believe it. Who was it that called Vader roars? The captive looks up ashen faced. The call came from inside the house. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was Vader call. That's what happened. Hmm. It was a scary ghost story about a babysitter. A call that came from inside the house. You have a Vader 11 starting a new arc here. (laughs) So Vader... uh, I'm trying to decide here if, uh, okay, so you got the hot chick, and then, uh, is that, Wait, which is, one? That, is that Big's Dark Lighter or like Zorro? Yeah, dude. Like, um, Antonio Ben. Why not both? Yeah. <laughs> Big Zorlighter. <laughs> yeah, so Vader 11, he goes and tracks, he's trying to track down this Jedi. This is a new arc, but he's realizes there's someone had put out a hit on him, and that's pretty crazy. Because, you know, who puts a hit out on Vader? Yeah, who knows who he is? Come yeah, on now. For real. So he tracks down these people who took a hit out on him and has them track down who did it. And they find out that the hit request came from inside the Imperial throne room. Hmm. And the last panel, you just see uh, Emperor Palpatine just sitting there smiling. And it's hilarious. Like, hey, I nice. did it. Nice. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> So that's an interesting arc, I guess. I don't, I don't know where they're gonna go with this, but the the art was really cool. Somebody just really wanted to do a highway chase scene. Yeah, that a was la Terminator. Cool. Yeah, why not? Terminator. Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, new arc. See where this goes. I liked it, but you know, like I said, the art was good. The story was interesting, I guess. But yeah. That Good shot stuff. of Palpatine at the end is kind of hilarious. The way he's just <laughs> slumped in his chair looking down like he's pissed that his butler hasn't brought him his Ritz crackers yet. Yeah, dude. He's hungry. Palpatine's hungry, dude. I'm peckish and need a snack before bed. Even the Dark Lord needs to eat. Make sure it's mild cheddar, not sharp this time. Uh, you know how it rumbles I, my tumble. <laughs> rumbles my tumble. <laughs> if I go to bed on an empty stomach, I wake up feeling nauseous. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'll, we'll get you your we'll get you your friggin' crackers. Just so execute day. order sixty seven. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, Ritz crackers right. on the way. Bring bring me in for Ritz crackers and, and none of that mini Ritz mini Ritz bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> bring my I cheese want the full whiz. size. <laughs> and by cheese whiz, I mean spray cheese, but it just sounds cooler to say cheese whiz.
Cheese in a can. Easy yeah. cheese. Mild cheddar. The one with the blue cap. <laughs> Try. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. I love that. Yeah, so uh, Vader, we'll see where this goes. I'm loving the comics so far, so I have faith that this arc will turn out well. But we'll see it how will. much happens. It absolutely so, will. Yeah. I mean, the, I mean the, like you said, Corey, the, the cover and the cantina scene in the uh, comic was just amazing. Just, just all the different aliens that, the, like some, a few new ones, a few like classic ones. Hey, very got that up on the movies then. Having, yep, <laughs> having a few classic <laughs> aliens. <laughs> and we see maybe a softer side of Vader because he's tracking down these people who are trying to assassinate him. And he's getting ready to choke him out, and then he's like, "Okay, tell me where, you know, who 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 placed the hit on me?" And they're like, "Okay." But yeah, he doesn't kill him right away, which is interesting. So, yeah, we'll see where that goes. Mm. Maybe they'll team up and be buddies. Yeah, Vader likes buddies. Vader right? plays nice with other children. He does. Okay. Yeah, so that was cool. Uh, so anyway, moving on. We had a Poe Dameron comic come out. Oh, boy. In fact, the 24th Poe Dameron Holy comic cow. came out. And 20... no, no sign of letting up. <laughs> no, man. In I fact, think the there's base, signs of letting up in every issue. They just refuse to kill it. <laughs> in fact, just a little side note here. Uh, Poe Dameron appeared in the May solicits, which uh, we see some uh, comics uh, like announcements for comic book stores to order comics. So he actually was in the May release solicits and they're actually going to catch up with the Force Awakens and kind of show some side stories during that time when the Force Awakens was happening. That'll be interesting, I guess. So who knows where I'll go from there? Well, but anyway, let's not. It'll be, it'll be snap story when uh, Poe Dameron is lost for a while, right? Yeah, maybe they'll have a, a whole uh, issue where it snaps funeral from getting blowed up. Apparently, who knows? Mm, poor snappy anyway. wax. Anyway, that's that's in a future date. Let's talk about Poe twenty four. So I'm gonna yeah. break this down. You yeah. guys ready? Yeah. Here we go. Terex has Lor Santeca and he's eager to get those freaking free will inhibitor implants off his head. So he's going to use the old Jedi antiquities collector as a bargaining chip. Terex is smart though. He knows he can't get old Chrome Dome to get those implants off his head just out of her sheer goodwill. Nope. He has to have a plan, which eventually includes poisoning himself, checking Lor Santeca out of an airlock and into space suit and telling both the resistance, the location and the first order of where he is. And the Captain P decides that finding Tekka and torturing the location of Luke Skywalker out of him is slightly less important than the hilarity of Tarek's having to repeatedly shock himself in the head with a stun baton. Maybe outweighs that. So she has her implants removed, and just like that, Tarek's is back, baby! Yeah, he is. Woo-hoo. Maybe a little scarred now, up, a little yeah, bit worse okay. for the wear, but... Now he just has a GTFO before either the Resistance or the First Order find Tekka and hunt him down. Mm. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, baby. I Terex is back! I've always had trouble. No, Corey, Terex is back. Taking comics, 100%. taking comics seriously when they make liberal use of onomatopoeia yeah. to, to make non-verbal sounds... Uh, phonetically, spelled phonetically. And Star Wars having droids that don't speak basic 
is yeah. often guilty. I mean, I, I hate it when there's an explosion and we have to have the sound. Like you'll have someone make some amazing <laughs> You'll you'll have someone make some amazing art that's like like freaking neoclassical painting and level quality. Put, and then, and the then someone comes it. in and just photoshops the text <laughs> over the top. Krakow. <laughs> and it's like really Krakow? I know a guy who went to college in Krakow. Okay? The, oh, but then now it's that's a sound. Rough. But in this one, I love the droid speak. I'm going to read all of the droid speak in the entire Poe Dameron comic to you guys right now. Are you ready? Yeah, oh, you ready I'm ready for me dude. to break it down. Do it. Yeah, right, break it ready? down. Tell me when. Go ahead and go. We owe woo with a period. <laughs> yeah, at the end. we owe with, with a period at the end. Dude, okay, you can you say that on a podcast? Bree ellipsis. So apparently, uh, yeah, apparently uh, uh, the droid wants some cheese. That's your okay. language, bro. Zebri, ellipsis. Uh, let's see. We're gonna, I'm not going to read all the sound effects. We were big fans of Kizik and stuff like that oh, in the Kizik. Star Wars comics. We're only going for, okay, so now we have an astromech and an X-Wing. Boop. Yeah, with, boop. With a period. And then boop, boop, with a question mark and an exclamation point, uh, which is called what? It's called an interrobang. Okay. <laughs> what? So anyway, uh, then we have Whip B Do, with yeah, Whip Do with with, and I feel this is brave. Uh, no punctuation whatsoever. That is brave. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that is all of the droids. Did they use speak. the Oxford comma at least? No, no, no punctuation whatsoever. I'm not Fudge. lying. I don't. I don't say Fudge that lightly. That. Oh no, that wasn't it. Uh, there's also a droid that looks like R2 at the end that says Whoop. With three O's and a period. Is that Ivy, the green one? Yeah, Ivy's cool. That's no. BB-8's girlfriend. No, Ivy has got the 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 R five head on, right? Nope. Who's Ivy? Is that a droid? Yeah, it's BB-8's girlfriend. There's a Ooh. green one earlier. That was the one. Yeah, that that's said BB-8's girlfriend. Whip B do without X X or any punctuation. No, there's one that looks just like R two at the end mm. that says whoop. So. Yeah, and I don't know. I'm assuming R2 is deactivated at this point. Uh, yeah, because this is still before the Force Awakens. Yeah, so, so I don't are. know. I like the comic. There's I like the, the droid Amoidopia. There you go. Terex's is favorite. Like Terex, he's he's good. <gasps> Maybe this but. is my new bit. Maybe every time we review a comic, then we do. Okay, now it's time for Corey to do what the droids say. <laughs> what the droids say, Corey? Well, I'm glad you asked, Garrick. Boop, 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 Boy, did they have a mouth on them tonight. <laughs> can you can you translate that for me? <laughs> I'm afraid I can't because it's nonsensical. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like I'm like in the Damron comic. It's like we I th- we I think we talked about this last review cast. It's like it's getting better. Like for real, eh, it's expanding the cast a little bit. Getting some more it always, unique characters. And every issue has one group shot where you see Snap Wexley just standing there. I know. That's the best part. Every issue has just one group shot of several people and Snap. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, there he is. Sexy Wexley, baby. Yeah. I think we need to get to what's next hard. <laughs> so, yeah. Good stuff. Keep re- I'll keep reading it. It's getting better. So, anyway, moving on. Thrawn. Had a comic come out. You know Grand Admiral Thrawn? No, he ain't. Not in this comic. Thrawn number one came out. He doesn't look so grand to me. Or Admirally. 
He's always grand to me. I'm saying. Anyway, I'm gonna break this down. You guys ready for this? Hit it. Don't babysit it. All right. In this first installment of the series, we find our blue soon-to-be Grand Admiral running around the wilderness like some super genius Kevin McAllister, <laughs> only with way more luscious of locks. He gets set setting traps and hilarious pitfalls for the Imperials to stumble into and die. It's great. Thrawn eventually sneaks on board the Star Destroyer hovering over the planet and gets captured. And he does what Thrawn does best. He Thrawns the crap out of him. Not only does he not get killed, he gets an express pass to meet the big man himself, Sheevy Palps. And of course, Thrawn convinces old Sheevy to enlist him into the Navy as a lieutenant. And of course, he gets sent to the best academy in the fleet because he's Thrawn, yo. The cool as the same color as ice, Chiss. Makes some new friends and some some enemies as well. But he finds a way to deal with both in equal measure because Thrawn, man. Graduation day comes and Thrawn and his sidekick ace their exams and get shipped up to the ass end of space together. But do you think that will keep Thrawn down? I don't think so. Also, I read the book, so it's based off of. So Was I, the, I don't think, think so part also a Kevin McAllister quote. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, it's a Thrawn, man. Based on the uh, legendary Thrawn book by my buddy, Timothy Zahn. This art is old-fashioned as heck, and I like it. Yeah. I, yeah. Say, I like it, too. I like. I love the art. I mean... Even the boxes are like... the They, they don't dance outside the boxes at all. Like, they're, it's very framed and very easy to follow for me. Yeah, I like, loved it. I mean, it was, yeah, like you said, it's very classic-looking. It's very yeah. clean. Everything is... Very cool. Every panel yeah, is I mean, even awesome. the old pencil shaving or shading. And, yeah, and like all the, that. It, yeah. The, the cross hatching shading right. and like the dark contours. But normally that turns me off. But this is done really well. It is done. Yeah. yeah. Like some of the outside scenes where you see uh, they're on Coruscant. So you see some of the background buildings in Coruscant. Was really cool to Dude, see I, that. Like, like the look of Coruscant, the planet outside the, the, the canopy of the uh, Star Destroyer, like out the front viewport. Like, it is so simply done, but yet so effective. Like, yeah, I'm really absolutely. surprised. Yeah, there's a couple of shots that look like it's straight out of the newspaper. Man. <laughs> it does. Like, honestly, I wasn't expecting much from this comic, being it, it's based on a novel, and usually adaptation comics aren't really the best. Yeah. But this one, holy cow. I mean, just the source material itself, I mean, it's already got a one-up on anything else. But, yeah, the, the fact that they brought the art and the writing was i mean this is just yeah point. Mo- almost all of the dialogue is like reads like a direct quote from the novel as i recall oh yeah but yeah it, all the it's is basically a summarization of the events in the novel yeah. and it, it, i mean it hits every beat the novel does and it, it does a really good job cutting out the the fat i guess i mean the novel's great well, it's every, like you're getting the scenes without all the exposition right exactly yeah you're not, and the exposition's yeah. great, and the, you'll learn more from the exposition that's the novel, but you're still getting the scenes. It's kind of like if the novel were made a movie, you're still going to lose all that exposition. Yeah, exactly. But not nothing like extremely important. I love that they do this because, you know, when you're reading a novel, everyone has their thought in their head of what something looks like. But it's good that they that I can actually see what it looks like or what, you know, maybe the, I don't know if how much Timothy Zahn had a say in this, but. Maybe he's like, okay, this is what this looks like. Maybe he's a consultant. I don't know. But it's it's cool to see that stuff kind of in a visual format. I like the fact that when they bring up, when Thrawn brings up Anakin Skywalker, they use like the Clone Wars 
yes. looking art of Anakin. <laughs> yeah, Rather than trying great. to make a Hayden Christensen Anakin, they're like, no, screw that. No, we're making Clone Wars this. Anakin, and it works better. <laughs> yeah, it totally does. It really does. By the way, Garrick, if your ice is the color of Thrawn, we need to talk. About, you shouldn't be making cubes from the toilet water, buddy. Dude, it's blue ice, bro. Dude, no. Once the toilet disc goes in, you're not allowed to drink out of the toilet anymore, frozen or otherwise. Why not? I'm just saying. I mean, it's antibacterial and all, but it's not good for you. Yeah, it is. Is your pee it like dark forest green? Yeah. Okay. What's wrong with that? You're, you're yeah. using multiple, is it? Multiple things, really. Yeah. I learned something about my body today. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I mean, it's a it's a nice long comic book too. I mean, yeah, it is. This is not ripping anybody off like most, like a lot of them do these days. Like <laughs> this thing is meaty as f. I think yeah, it goes six issues, so that's usually uh, one more than the typical five issue miniseries mm-hmm. that they usually do with the Star Wars comics. So that's cool to see. And they're all, yeah, like you said, real meaty. So you're getting more for your money, I suppose. Plus, they had some pretty badass variants to this comic. Like the the action figure variant of Grand Admiral Thrawn. And, and the, they had a Clone Wars version. And then they had a novel, like the cover of the novel variant cover to this as well. So, yeah, yeah cool stuff. Cool I could see myself stuff. actually going to a comic book store and purchasing this. Yeah, dude. It's good stuff. Not a thing that I do. Hmm. Well, I'm glad... I could bring you on board because it was all me. Right, bro. Anyway, moving on. Thrawn was awesome. So Afra number 17 came out. Everybody's favorite, Afra. It's one and only. I, she's, not, I, she's not my favorite. She's not my favorite. She's your favorite Afra, Corey. Shut up. Oh, she's my favorite Afra. That's yes. probably accurate. Yes. Everybody's favorite Afra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was no comma there. Nope. So anyway, let me break this down. Do it. Somewhere in deep space, there was an old droid control ship that the Rebels made into a flight training academy, or shall we say, the less gifted pilots. Let's be honest, these pilots fly around like Jerry Lewis was acting like the nutty professor and snorting coke and injecting Tide Pods straight into his eyeball. I guess that's why they're tucked deep into space. The academy suddenly gets a new shipment of recruits eager to find... New ways of crashing their X-Wings into the hangar upon landing. Yo, they need to auto-dock with that shit. Seriously, get the auto-docker. Yeah, man. Come on, it's only four Gs. Yeah. These new recruits prove more than they seem as the general in charge of the station comes to greet them and instantly smells something rotten in the state of space station. Uh Uh-oh. And it's probably the devil skin that Tolvin recently acquired and he's using for camouflage. And it may also be in part because this general... Has more experience than most. Because she's been around the Rebellion block a few times. Because she's basically, she started it all. Yes, that's right. It's General Harrison Dula, baby. Unfortunately, her vast experience is no match for the phony recruits who soon reveal themselves as Afra and her red tag crew. Also, they have a cache of guns that were hidden in like a neck stump of a headless yet somehow functioning human robot hybrid thing. I mean, how could you see that coming? And then Hera is taken captive and Afra contacts the Imperials to make a trade for the infamous gen- Rebellion General. They even gift-wrapped her up. No, literally, they actually put a bow on her head. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Afra! Corey, Afra, Corey! Dun-dun-dun. Yeah. Pulling, yeah. In, uh, pulling in Hera? Yeah! I was, so, like, I'm glad that I'm old. 
and my memory is horrible because I know I've seen a cover with Afrin hair on it uh, from a solicit, but I forgot. Really? So when I turned the page and I saw Harris show up, I'm like, whoa! From the very beginning of the comic, <laughs> just seeing the green chin sticking out from under that helmet thing, I was like, oh, Hera. Yeah. I saw I immediately was like, they're intentionally trying to obfuscate Hera. So then yeah, as dumb. I scrolled, I went, yep, there she is. I'm dumb. But yeah, Hera was there. That was awesome. So that's cool to see some crossover with some rebels. Get some hair. Yeah, I like the, the fact together. they got some crossover with uh, with He Man with that like a uh, flat headed dude, yeah, whatever that who hides weapons in his body. Yeah, yeah. He looks, doesn't have a he, head. He looks like uh, he looks like that robot dude from uh, from Masters of the Universe that when you turned him the gears inside his oh, body yeah. turn. Right. It just reminds me of that. Like combination between him and like Ram Man. <laughs> Rain Man. Ram Man. Yeah, definitely Rain Man. Definitely. Anyway, definitely, yeah, so definitely, Afro, definitely. This comic, baby. Awesome. Yeah, and yeah, they man. take off in one of the ships from Rebels, one of those Imperial little little tiny shuttle ships. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, we get a little uh, Tolvin and Afro action. It's pretty cool because <laughs> from the... <laughs> that dude is talking, but he ain't got no mouth or head. Where's the sound coming from? From that places. That little... The the disc on his head, the Roomba Roomba man. Is no, he that what he is? Red thing. Yeah, on his the Roomba. Oh, the red paper towel dispenser. Got yeah, it. There yeah. you go. I do not understand the art on that dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's Roomba man. He's got a robot leg. Yeah, I, I, he's hard to understand. Doesn't have a head. It's like, Somehow well, he functions. They, I, I do not, like having weird off, like like the kind of characters that in the eighties you would expect from like the art that came with a weird metal band album. You know what I mean? Like some kind of weird. I I like the weirdness where where it's so awkward that it's like uncomfortable. I like that every now and then inserted into Star Wars. So I think the reason why I make a fun of this dude is because I secretly think he's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And I want to see him in everything now. But I got to know what all powers does the Roomba have and and the red paper towels. He has a cargo hold. In his head, is that why he's fat? Because he can, he just sticks guns down in his body through his <laughs> yeah, head. He poops him out of his neck hole, and then everyone gets guns out of his neck hole, and they shoot people with them. That's fabulous. It's great. Yeah. yeah. So I love Afra, man. This comic, I tell you what. Yeah, it's fun. It's so fun. It is. It's new characters. I don't know why Corey and Howie don't read it. I just don't get it. I don't, I don't read know, any losers, of the comics. Freaking losers! If I were okay, if I were gonna pick up. And start reading the comics right now. And we're going to pick three. Now, I'd only pick two. It'd be Thrawn and Afra. If I pick three, it'd be Thrawn, Afra, and Vader. Well, Thrawn's only going to be a five, a five or six issues. So. Yeah, it'll be six but issues. I'm, but I'm talking about right now. Yeah, sure, right. That dude is just a bucket of guns. He stores guns in his fat gut. He's a gun bucket. He's, at and, first and, look, was... when the, and look, they're dripping. They come out with body goo on them. <laughs> yeah, they do. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I I thought it was going to be hard to get over the her original crew with the murder droids and and uh oh man black crustacean and all yeah. that. Oh so, yeah. But right. uh yeah, this new crew she's got together is actually actually pretty good. Like and, and <laughs> white white guavian enforcer. Yeah, the weird that weird th- <laughs> the, He's the like weird a paladin no or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what he is, but or she or whatever. Kind of talks female-ish, doesn't she? doesn't it? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, because her talks he or she in the, does she talk about menstruating? I mean, no, what? it says uh, <laughs> she calls people deer and and stuff like that. It sounds female. Hey, yeah, well, don't that character, her a gender. 
that character and the the headless thing are like a thing. They're like dating or involved somehow. <laughs> that makes it's sense so in weird. no ways, and I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I love Tolden the, the green, appearance in the green lizard dude who looks like those things that you slap up against the glass that you get out of you know you'd get it at like a, a carnival prize. My two, my two favorite hands. parts in this in this comic so far is Tolvin. Uh, anytime Dr. Afra and Tolvin meet, Afra's always calling her sir, even though she has like no respect for authority, but for some reason that cracks me up. And then that, the fact that Tolvin like killed the, uh, Afra's defle crew member, skinned it and wore its skin as a disguise to sneak on board their vessel to fly around with them. Who the heck is Tolvin? <laughs> Tolvin's Tolvin is the, the, the cyborg Imperial Maybe. that she's been making yeah. out with the last couple issues. After's oh, the gray haired one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A white says she's so badass. She killed the devil, skinned it, and wore its skin as <laughs> just crazy. It's great. Crazy and awesome. That's what it is. That's this whole comic. But yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Check out Afro, everybody. Yeah. Check out that Afro. It's favorite. It's a it's favorite. favorite. It's good. It's like good grape. Favorite. Grape's also favorite. Cherry favorite. They're both anyway, favorite. Anyway. Let's move on. Shall so, we? guys, had a new, uh, some new Rebels come out. Uh, remember that show? Yeah. You remember Rebels? Yeah. That show that was on TV Rebels. and now it's back? Yeah. They had half a season and they're like, eh, well, we're going to wait some more. Yeah, later. So you talking about the, a couple talking about the Star Wars show that got canceled a season ago? No, no, no. It's still going. What? Yeah. Came just, back out, yeah, dude. No. Dude, yeah. no. It's back. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Rebels yeah. was canceled. You're talking about Space Wolves. <laughs> space Wolves. <laughs> you yeah, better Rebels. get off the Space Wolf thing. Yeah, I would like cool. to get off the Space, space Wolf train, <laughs> but Filoni and company wants to keep rubbing my nose in the Space Wolf butt. Look, like space spa- if, if space woofs are the worst <laughs> that they have to give he to us, it, I'm all he about says it. It's so much better than we do. We can't say it as well as he does. Space woof. Space woof. That's how my I mother would say it. Space woofs. Space woofs. Woofs. Doom. Yeah, so we had two episodes of Rebels that have Jedi. We had oh, Jedi Knight. The episode. You know, you better not ruin this, Corey. <laughs> yeah, these are emotional episodes. You better yeah. shut up. Didn't even watch Rebels for a whole You're season. You're ruining it for everybody. I did. I caught up, and I I'm invested now. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> well, now's the He's wrong invested. time. Because guess what? Everybody gets all kinds of dispensable from here out. Except Hera. Not everybody. <laughs> Except Hera. Hera, Hera lives at least through uh, Jedi. Yeah, and we know yeah. that we know the chops around through uh, Rogue yeah. One. It's true. All right, so let's just Chop. get let's just you know let's address yeah, the big elephant in the room. Come on, Rebels Jedi Knight with an N, not a K N. Get it? Get it? Oh no! Get it? Because night oh, falls. Get it? Oh, Guess what no. else fell? A fell knight, like night. A night fell. A night oh. fell. Oh, That's right. No. That's no. right. Because Bane picked up Kanan and broke him over his knee. <laughs> he got better so. though, right? Yep, Bat Kanan. Say yeah, so. so. I will not go. <laughs> Big spoiler in this <laughs> one, guys. You will go. <laughs> Big spoiler. You're on the spoiler uh, cast. This is the spoiler saying, cast. So this is a, this fair warning. Yep. So Go we had a, one of our uh, a major death of a rebel crew in this episode. Oh, oh, 
I can't believe you just said it right out of the gates. I did, dude. You're just that's, saying. That's, that's basically the only thing that happened in this episode. It was a good episode all the way it around. Was really, I love the episode. I mean, the music was really good. I was going to say, dude, when they were doing the Star Wars theme yeah, for Kanan, I was like, the, whoa. Yeah, this is the best was, music in Rebels. I got that bumps, is something dude. I will say. I will say I that. bumps. Very much. I was playing Elite Dangerous while watching <laughs> this episode, and I was like, this is a better Okay, so Kanan was, <laughs> was getting the Star Wars theme. There was also, what was the other theme they were playing there um, between him and, it was a pseudo- Leia theme, but not yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. It was it was it was like a rema- remix of something, it. yeah. At yeah. the beginning when okay, so at the beginning they get the, they create these hang gliders to fly into the city. And they were playing you know, like, like, Kenya, I guess. like I don't know. Like Loth Bats. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I wanna I wanna I would really like to go back and talk to the Adam and Eve of Lothal. Who are the first men? The first men of Lothal. They're like, Loth. we got to name all Loth these. Bats, we got to name all Loth these creatures. And- oh, it was Loth. Yeah. Loth, Loth was cats. the first dude. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, look, I just stumbled across a nest of Loth platypi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you know about that? I got a, I don't know, here, ooh, a Loth angler Loth fish. I don't know. <laughs> dude, I still find everything that Filoni does extremely less offensive than most F8. than most of the other <laughs> yeah so that i mean this whole yeah. i will say rebel is like the colors they use like for the explosions are amazing they were very big on using light and darkness uh yeah. high contrast imagery in in yeah. this episode yeah, so basically like Kanan is how how it goes down Kanan they're on top of a fuel Eats depot it. Oh well, wait it. a minute! No, I mean, fight. No, you got to back up a second here. First off, okay, Hera first, you're, finally, right, you're right. First, Kanan cuts his hair, and that's an important thing because it's a horrible he, haircut. He too. has that. Yeah, well, he's blind. I mean, you let a blind guy cut that's his own true. hair. That's what a good you point. And you know, it's like giving a hyperactive kid a flowbie and hoping for the best. You don't do it. So Kanan cuts his hair. Oh, I don't get one. Has that haircut for approximately sixteen minutes, <laughs> and that's it. Okay. <laughs> Before short, you shortest, tell us short hair ever. Before you tell us the climax of this, you gotta address he that. Yeah. Kara finally it. <laughs> no. he d- Kara he kicks fin- the bucket. Oh my gosh. He bites the farm. Kara finally gets the guts <laughs> to tell him how she feels about him. He, he eats Yeah, because she's stoned. <laughs> she is I know. I kind of and I gorge. kind of liked that actually. That was hila- that was one of my favorite parts of the show. Yeah. Was her being just drugged up and hilarious. Yep, she got she the she. You're got, here. Oh, you guys are in a lot of trouble. The old interrogator <laughs> droid trick uh, gave her the. Gave She's her, usually very stoic and taciturn, but yeah. just to see her like totally flip that coin and be goofy and hilarious was awesome. <laughs> and she mean. was very. Huggy and cuddly. They with had them. to do it. They had to do it because she ain't gonna have much call to after this episode. Right. And it's funny because the true serum was working the whole time because she's like, "Oh yeah, there's Caden. He's yeah. about. I wonder how he's gonna kill you. Yeah, oh, through the floor. Yeah. <laughs> I did not see that coming. That, that was really great because she's being she's being interrogated by Governor Price. Uh, who I only now remember the name of because of reading the Thrawn book, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and she's like, "Where are your rebel friends?" or however she talks. 
I'm like, oh, Kanan's yeah, here. Yeah, she talks like Maggie Smith. Yeah, Reverend <laughs> Friend. That Maggie Smith doesn't sound like that. But that'd like be like, Mister Potter. I can't do a Maggie Smith. <laughs> but uh, but but she's like, oh, Kanan's here because he's like right outside the window, and then Price looks around and like it's great because she's literally just telling the truth. Yeah, at all times, <laughs> it's just not helping anybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. You it's guys are touch. in so much trouble. <laughs> you guys good. are gonna die. You guys are gonna die. <laughs> I wonder how he's gonna do it. <laughs> that was great. He just the he gets so the scene he cuts open the hole in the under one of the stormtroopers. He just falls down. Yep. Like, huh? Ooh. Ah, Wilhelm. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. he gets her back out to that platform. She sees the gliders. She goes, Ooh, you guys flew in on these? He goes, yeah, but we got a better way out. She's like, I don't know. I kind of want to go on these. It'd be great if she kind of burped and scratched herself then, too. But in my, that's just headcanon. It was good stuff, man. Yeah, this is a good episode. All right, so they get to the fuel cell. They get on top of the big booby fuel fuel (laughs) tower. Big, big tower spheres of fuel. Fuel ball. Fuel balls. Yes. So some, angst, some, some walkers Pinks. come up and they see them and they take a shot while they're trying to load up. Because Governor Price says, shoot them. And the guy's like, but ma'am. That's all our fuel. Exposition. <laughs> Inserted here. <laughs> That's the fuel for all of our factories or whatever. And she's like, I, I don't, don't care. care. Blow them up. And yep. uh, they shoot at them. Yeah. And Kanan. Uh- okay. I got to say, great death, by the way. Yeah, this was better than Luke Skywalker's death. <laughs> Amen, brother. I hate <laughs> wow. it. I don't want, I want, to, I want to talk myself out of it. I want to go through the Ryan Johnson exercise and go, well, he just had this great big sacrifice. No, the dude would, had to sac- he had to make the decision in an instant. It wasn't something he could grouse over for a week and go, well, you know, I guess I could force project myself across the galaxy. Okay. Okay, so the tank is exploding, and Kanan understands what's happening, Yeah, and he starts using the force to hold it at bay. Yeah, he's like holding the tank together and holding the fire that's burning out of it back. And then Hera's going nuts. She's like, no, I'm not going to let my man die. I just said I so love you he, and kissed you for the fight. So I he finally turns. kissed you, finally. <laughs> so he he turns, and he's with hot, one hand yeah. is holding... The thing at bay, and the other hand is holding Hera. Yeah, she's trying to get to him, and he's holding her back. He's not, and here's the best part, never says a word. Never says never a word. Never says a word, and I love that okay, he never said did, a word. Did you notice, though, too, that, uh, it, and this reminded me of Anakin's death in in uh, the old legends, where he, like, started oh, turning bright Anakin. with, yeah, young, young Anakin, Anakin, he okay. started turning bright with the Force. Yeah. The Force overtakes Kanan to the point where his eyes heal, and he gets yeah. to see her one last time. I no. freaked I out when I saw that. Didn't notice that. Damn you, Elite Dangerous. <laughs> well, I'm just used to watch it again. You with need my to kid. go back and watch it because his yeah. eyes heal, yeah. and he gets to see her one last time, and then throws her back into the. That's the great thing. <laughs> the thing's gonna explode, and so as soon as he's dead, he can't protect them. So while he's holding her back and he's holding the flames back, finally the the thing's coming apart, and he knows he's got no more time. He force pushes her. And, and the ship the, yeah. away uh. so that the whole fuel tank can explode with him on it. What? That, was that is the kind of shit. That is the kind of shit that if I managed to GM that shit while we were role playing, you guys would never fucking stop high-fiving me. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever. But dude, I mean, 
But very astute observation, though, man. Why is it that fucking Kanan, a cartoon, can have a death like that, and Luke just kind of farts away? <laughs> because all these directors the that are huge Star Wars fans aren't necessarily people who understand what makes Star Wars Star Wars. Just because you can make a movie doesn't I mean just you can don't understand. Something. I don't understand why Filoni isn't making movies. I want Filoni to make uh, my movies. No, well, don't ruin Filoni that way. Yeah, that's the thing. Let's let's be don't careful. Don't ruin my precious Filoni. <laughs> if we end up with a movie full of crystal, crystal critters and space woods, <laughs> I'm not going to hold him on that pedestal still anymore hey right ryan gave you space woofs too so which, which brings us to episode <laughs> b of today's yeah. review yeah next episode titled woofs, woofs. jedi temple knowledge so yeah this episode is kind of basically how everyone's going to deal with the recent death of kanan and uh, I guess <laughs> it was funny. Hera and Sabine, or not Hera, I mean, sorry, Zeb and Sabine decide to go blow some stuff up. Yeah. Which is yeah. great. Their reaction <laughs> is just, like, I'm with you. Well, yeah. Governor Price, even though Governor Price has halted all the uh, TIE Defender factories because she blew the fuel, she's all this makes sense. She's she's do, doing the PR spin, which I thought was a good attempted two step on her part, where we're going to throw a parade because we just defeated like right. one of the major rebel leaders. Right. They're also trying to. She's also trying to distract the fact that yeah. blowing up the fuel cells Is shut bad. down all the tie yeah. defender. All uh, which, plants. by the way, did you like the conversation between uh, Tarkin and and uh, Thrawn? Where he's that talking, about, all talking about talking about Krennic. Krennic. Yeah. yeah, man. See, dude, I'm telling you, man, Filoni. Continuity. is, <laughs> And see, this is how I do it. This is how I would do it if I were in charge. And I know that because with our stupid little things that we do, this is how I do it. Right. Right? Is grab whatever I can and just drop it in to give you the 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 placement to make you feel like yeah. it, there's a bigger thing yes. happening around you seriously like, sweet it doesn't take much i mean that was just a simple conversation that drew in all this other stuff no one understands the new republic anymore <laughs> no one understands what how the first order happened right no one understands any of the context for the new trilogy all which it, is the biggest thing all no it takes one understands is, it. all it takes is a couple of conversations a couple of passing lines in both movies all you have to, catch to do right up. is give a crap <laughs> yeah so yeah in that conversation i don't know if we're clear but uh he's talking to tarkin and, and tarkin's talk or yeah he's talking about how uh orson krennic has started this project stardust and the and the emperor is weighing whether to go forward with that or the tie right. defender program right. so thrawn has to go visit the emperor to kind of defend his defender project which if memory serves me correct, I think this may have happened in the Legends where Thrawn was not a huge fan of the second Death Star. He wanted right. to do his own thing. Well, uh, that Thrawn wasn't a fan of the Death Star in general. Yeah. So yeah. this kind of like, to me, I'm like, oh, man, did that actually happen? Maybe that conversation. Well, the Death Star is they, kind of anti-Thrawn, I, right? Yeah. I mean, because right. Thrawn, Thrawn is, is all about. a tactician. He's a tactician. He's about machinations. The Death Star is all about point, make, go, boom. We. You know, <laughs> so it is it is literally the antithesis of Thrawn. And that's why, like, most of the Imperial leadership doesn't like Thrawn either. And also the fact that he's, you know, a chiss. But yeah. yeah, yeah, I think it folds in perfectly. And it also sets us up now for what we might see is a reason why we never saw the TIE Defender in the movies. Right. Because we've rewritten the TIE Defender story. The TIE Defender story is not what it was in the Legends. 
So it was supposed the, to happen a lot later. It was supposed to happen a lot later. So the in a, in a whole different conflict. So the reason. So it, this makes it's like tying up a loose end. And also, we never heard of Thrawn during the original trilogy, right? So right. it might be that this is what puts Thrawn on the outs enough to get sent off somewhere out of the way yeah. for a while. Out to the outer rim. Yeah. Which ex- it's exactly what he wants, really. He yeah. wants a, a Imperial force on the outer rim. Yeah. So this might be part of his plan. Anyway. And that was part of his legend's history is that he was sent out there with an Imperial, Imperial force and most right. of the Empire didn't know anything about it. Right. Right. So. Yeah. So that was cool. I mean, just, yeah, like you said, those couple of lines, just so much heavy weight on those lines. It's just like, oh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, just just putting us right where we, okay, now we know exactly where we are in the timeline. We're no longer doing guesstimates. Right. We know exactly where we are. We know exactly what's going to be happening yep. as the series wraps up. Yeah. And now we can just sit and appreciate the details. Right. Thank so you. I think I think con- the uh, speculation was that, that – uh, this series would end right as Rogue One began. And yeah. I think that that sets it up very nicely for that to happen. Thank you for context. <laughs> God, we've needed it. Yeah. yeah. So it was, yeah. bad. There was some other cool, like low key scenes with Hera trying to deal with the death of Kanan. Yeah. I thought, you know, there's a lot of she had dialogue. A, there. She added a little space nugget to her family tea. Yeah. Which was, <laughs> I mean, that was all that stuff. That was, was sweet. It was, was Kanan really cool. stole the, 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 whatever that thing's called. It I was her family, family tree or whatever. It's a tea, Cal- but it's literally Calicori. the shape of a tea. Right. Yeah. It was a calicory. Yeah. So it's a, it's a piece of art. The dream was, catcher. Uh, yeah. Handed down in the family and she added a link representing Kanan. Kanan. Yeah. I like how it's cool. Cause it looks like a, uh, one of her species with the two tails coming down. The yep. twilight species That's with racist. the two, uh, like who coming down? I thought that was pretty cool. That's, That's specious. Shut up. Specious. And then of course Zenist. there's how uh, how uh, Ezra deals with the death by going out in the wilderness, being chased by wolves, <laughs> and then passing out in a field, and then waking up, and then being he's like in a forced dream or something. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't care because it's space with <gasps> doom. It's all very like so that he com- He's getting. He gets confronted by a gigantic both wolf like bigger than the ones we've that's seen after, yeah that's after he gets chased by a bunch and of it, them and i think the the running theory is that's canaan kind of reincarnated right and there's a lot of symbolism that's there how i took it i think pretty pretty prince jr actually did the voice i could be wrong but if you on the on the wolf's head uh on I the know, crest yeah. of its brow there's actually the symbol that from, uh, the, from the helmet or, or from the shoulder pad that oh that, is it uh, from canaan, the okay yeah, the the little three prong thing that yeah. he wore on his shoulder pad. It's actually the crest on the the wolf's head, so it's kind of like a little symbolism there. And also, the eyes were blue, which was different from the normal wolf. Wolf. So, I guess he got kind of force reincarnated as a wolf. Maybe I don't. I well, don't know how. But how that he works. can't canonically be a force ghost. Right. Yes. That's right. correct. Because so the force they, ghost thing is a very specific thing. Yeah. That Qui Gon was the one that first discovered that and then Obi-Wan. Or first and, rediscovered. Right. Yeah. So, yes, they can't do it that way. So, I don't know, dude. I know you really don't like the wolf thing, but I I, I don't know. To I, me, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. If they were another type of animal, like if they'd invented a fictional species that didn't look so similar, sure. that weren't just space wolves. Right. I mean, they literally call them loth wolves. They're yeah. wolves. <laughs> right. That's dumb yeah. to me. Like, do something else. 
I mean, stretch, I get it, but stretch our me, little children minds a little. Well, I, I, to me, it's a creative way to like not do the force ghost and I mean, all the things we, that were that we recognize. It's a little more. Um, we have statues of a Salamiri behind Thrawn's desk. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So only those of us who are steeped enough with the legends can even recognize. Right. I don't understand why we can't have new species like Salamiri and Vorkskers and things like that that are, especially when it's a cartoon, you can actually see them. And you, uh, I, I just, Magical Wolves the is funny, cliche. The funny thing magical is, magical wolves is cliche. Before this season, we were, everybody thought he was. Like making a joke about that stuff. Nope. His, his little wolf <laughs> shirt and all that stuff. No, not a joke. So he's yeah. he's written he it into wolves. the show. I'm I don't fine know. With Again, it. I don't yeah, I'm I'm fine with it too because to me the, the this is the force manifestation on this planet. That's how the force manifests itself on this planet. And I'm I'm cool with that because the force has manifested itself. If you go back to yeah, Clone yeah, Wars yeah. series all and all that stuff, ways. right? So, and, and I'm okay if the animals are force sensitive. I don't like the fact that they're so wrapped up within the Jedi uh, destinies. Like I'm okay with there being some sort of force communication or force channeling, or maybe the wolves have like some ancient knowledge through this or something like that. I I, I can get there. I don't love it. But the fact that the wolves seem to be the all-knowing, omnipotent Jedi mastery, I don't like that at all. I would rather be completely disconnected. They've seen some stuff. I guess. I mean, and then you got to ask yourself, are the the wolves um, (laughs) inhabited by, like, Jedi spirits, or are they animals that are... Of the force, you know what I mean? I don't know. And and here's the problem with things that are different nowadays. When when anybody has a new idea in Star Wars, everybody else takes it and skull Fs it to death. And so, I I mean, I think there's a uh, during the course of this episode, they're they're kind of telling Ezra to go to the Jedi Temple because there's a secret to like I guess ending the Sith or whatever. But I think I guess that temple might be maybe some I'm guessing this is headcanon, maybe some sort of like force nexus or something like a Valley of the Jedi type deal. Exactly. So maybe it, maybe the force is really strong on the thought because it seems like start seeing- everybody's. Everybody's destiny revolves around it somehow, so it's got to have some sort of importance. I fear you're gonna, as a result of this, though, you're gonna start seeing more forcey animals all the time, and the Jedi and anybody who's force sensitive just gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna turn into some like analog for Native American animal spirits and and shiz like that. And it's like, dude, I'm not I don't gonna want hold, it to be that. I'm not gonna hold my breath on that. And here's why. Because if you're talking about this infecting films and stuff, the films the are the least impressive things there are these <laughs> right. days. So I say that. I, the, they're true. they're the filmmakers are not going to pay attention to anything that's happening in Rebels or the comics. And there you goes know. that precious thing I was sharing a minute ago. Context. You, you know, know what? I, should, I shouldn't. I say that, but then I think of Rogue One, and Rogue One pulled all that stuff in. I don't Cyber know, crystals. <sighs> yep. Well, they they reinvented kyber crystals. I, I'm not mad about that. I'm I the yeah. And the longer I go, I'm on talking that, about. I ro- just, but I get sick. I get in it. You get inundated with it because every new author that comes along who says I've been a Star Wars fan all my life, but they actually don't know Jack Shizzle about right the the history of Star Wars right. will come in and write with only their knowledge of the movies, and then they'll go back and what's popular now? What's the latest stuff that's going on? Oh, here's a gimmick I can clasp onto, and it's like don't ride this shat out thing. Into the ground. There's such a rich history, and you can make something new too. 
But right now, I feel like we have a bunch of baby children who are not creative enough to be responsible for creating all this content. So I when I see creative some, enough, when I well, I'm saying Rebels is definitely creative enough. I just I don't like the space wolves enough, and I'm worried we're going to see a lot of this like shamanism stuff now. It's, I'm fine. I'm fine with it. What I, I I like I like the Jedi to be I like the the nature of the Force to be very simple, and I the more we complex more complex it becomes whether it's through like the Night Sisters of Dathomir even and that does yeah. go back a long way that goes back to Splinter, okay uh, or 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 the all like crazy animal shamanism stuff like that. I accept that it's all out there and that there's all these variants, but I don't like it when it becomes a major part of the of of a plot that i'm enjoying otherwise because i like it the way it comes across in the movies which is it is you know, it, it, shy of even midichlorians which is the technical side that overcomplicates it it's just this thing which and here you go who, who sounds like ryan johnson right now who's you. trying to make the force more of something <laughs> that that is more just simple and accessible by some average everyday people and 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 yeah this 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 having to attribute other cliches to it gets under my skin. That's all. Or force force sensitive wolves are cliche. Uh, magic wolves are cliche as f. Yes. I don't know, man. I again, I don't. I, I it's not my favorite thing about this series, but it it's not that offensive to me. I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess I'll it depends. It. I guess it depends on what they do with it going forward. I, I don't think they're going to linger. I really don't. If it weren't for the Forest Wolves, I think I would be 60% more into what's going on. I mean, there are a few scenes that are still happening, like the, you know, the context with Krennic and stuff like that, I, where I genuinely get excited. But well, I mean, as soon about, as Ezra is talking to wolves, I'm like, this again? Yeah, but you know what? You I, gotta, well, yeah, again, I don't again. think it's going to last. Number one, I mean, he's going to go. I'm, well, first off, we're just a few episodes away from this being done entirely. Yep. So you're not yeah. going to see it anymore anyway. Yeah. yeah. But number so, two, I mean, so remember, like, remember so like last with the season? Stuff we were talking about last week or whatever. I'm, I'm just excited to get through it. <laughs> oh, man, see, but I'm not I, I'm not there. I still feel like I mean, in terms of again, this is way the wolves are way less offensive to me than what's going on in the saga films. Yeah. Way, I, I, way and, less. And, and that's fair. But <laughs> then again, I've I've shown how I'm becoming like jaded old man about this. I liked Rebels. Overall, the series of Rebels, I liked a lot. I wanted to go out on a super high note for me. Well, and this is this is poisoning it a little. It's making the water taste a little less pure, right? And that's fine. Even if it goes out not on the highest note of the series for me, they're already talking about the next live action show for the Disney stream. They're talking about the next animated show. Yeah, All that's going are. around right now. And yeah. so it doesn't matter if it doesn't go out perfectly. Overall, super positive and like I will someday go through and watch them all again. That's a good thing. It's leaving a good stink on me, right? Yeah. I just Gross. the wolves thing talking wolves. Well the well the good news is mm. we only have two weeks left of Rebels because they're gonna premiere a bunch of episodes. Back to back. The good, bad news. Hmm. So that's going to be sad. I think. See this. Okay. So let's do some, off. let's do some quick speculation when they kill. Ezra. Is, uh, we, I mean, obviously we know chop and Hera live because yep. they're in future stuff. That's right. So chop, how about lives to see so another, got, another day of blood and, and misery. <laughs> so we, chop. We've got the other three. We've got Ezra and we've got Zeb, Zeb. And who's the girl? <laughs> 
Sabine. Sabine. <laughs> Who's the girl? I Who's couldn't remember. Girl? Come on, get off me. Okay, so <laughs> okay, uh, okay. I'm just gonna go around the room. Um, Ezra, dead or alive? Dead. Dead. Actually, no, no, I think no, Ezra's hiding. gonna live. In I hiding. think Ezra's gonna go into hiding because he's not technically a Jedi. I'm still, so. I'm still holding on to some hope that Ezra gets pulled into a film. I, I know that's really oh, interesting. I think that's really probably <laughs> very. That's a long shot. Yeah, very long. We're shot. talking twenty twenty eight. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. I'm just hoping that would that would heal a lot of things for me if they were able to. You want to know why? Like that. Continuity, context. Yeah, right. I would love that, that if they thing, were able to do that. That thing that nobody wants to do because they want to do their own thing. Yeah, right. I think he becomes Snoke, right? Pretty sure. Yeah, so, you saw okay, Sabine, Sabine, dead or alive? Uh, She'll live. She'll live. I think Sabine dies. Really? Yeah. Wow. Holy I do. Zeb. I, okay, let me put... No, 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 no. Okay. I'm not going to go on Zeb yet. Uh... I think that in today's climate, they're going to want to keep as many uh, female female characters yeah, alive. You're and, probably right, and I don't feel in I. It the weird thing is, as I say that, it's not coming from a place of sexism at all. I'm looking at it from purely a business and you know a uh, business manipulation of the medium. That they did make her Mandalore, so. Mm, there's I a, mean, from a, a story briefly, I'm thinking of a story sense. Okay, does it make sense to kill Sabine? I don't think it makes sense to kill her because there's nothing to gain from it, like other, her, other than just the impact. Yeah, I mean that, but she's never. Yeah, I mean, as much as I like her, she's never been like a real major character, right? To now warrant a like a huge death. I'll definitely say Zeb dies because you always kill the big gruff guy <laughs> when he's making a sad sacrifice for everybody. <laughs> that is like something that no one writes around. Everyone yeah. goes straight to the big tough guy has to die being soft for everybody. It's going to be one of those deaths where you don't see it happen, but it like saved a bunch of people or something. Kind of like Kanan's. Yeah, you'll, you'll end up seeing him make the decision. But if, if you actually see it when it happens, what you'll actually see is slow motion silhouette from about 100 yards away. She, it's like the, it's like the giant in yeah. uh, in uh, what is it, Game of Thrones holding the door open kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Hold the door. face, yeah. Hold the door. No, but that actually I got really drawn out as that happened, right? Sure. It was right. From, a, from a story point of view, him and Chopper have always been like at odds. So one of them has to die, so one of them has to mourn the other. Yep. From like an artistic standpoint, so That's, uh, that is very astute. Yes. I know. I know Chopper lives. Yep. Obviously. So Zeb has so to die. Zeb has to die because <laughs> almost because all writing is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but it works. I know. It, it works. It's, I know there's a certain formula to these things, and yes. we, we know what to expect. And if we don't, I mean, <laughs> we I don't, don't even, get it, I we get upset, I guess. It, I don't even want to call it a formula, even though it absolutely is. I want to call it the predictability of writers who think they're creative. Yeah. I, I mean, they're not they're not going to they're not going to whip out entirely new narrative form for the end of a cartoon series about Star Wars. They're right. going to they're going to do tried and true shiz. So, yeah, Zeb dies. So so the chopper can mourn him very well, very well pointed out. But yeah, Sabine, I, I, I don't, she's a young lady and she's in other media such as the forces of destiny. I don't, I, 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 I'm okay. Now I'm, now I am going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get in into the sexism net. 
for a minute. I'm going to wait out into the. Oh mic. no! No, I'm not going to say I'm going to be sexy. Here not, we go. But I, but I want I want to get in there and say I don't think Disney has the balls to kill a young woman protagonist. Yeah, in a kid series. In no, a kid series. Well, it's not a kid series when it's nine, nine ten o'clock at night. That's true. It, 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 but I don't think in, in today's climate, I do not believe Disney has any Disney property that is like this has the balls to kill a feminine heroine because that could be used against if they slip up in another property, if they make a mistake, if, a, a, a social mistake and they treat a female badly, someone could then throw back and you killed this character off for no reason. And that and blah, blah, where that, you know, did because that's what's going on now. There are people yeah. who are using innocuous creative well, decisions as political decisions. You're knocking all the wind out of my sail because I still like to believe that there are good storytelling out there and that the story should. There's is more great storytelling out there. All that stuff, but and it's and it's only in the printed, right. It's only in the printed word. There's amazing storytelling out there, but you and the funny thing is, you have to dig harder for it now than ever. But it's only in the printed word. I don't see that as much in films and stuff. Now I'm told that black Panther is the greatest movie since gone with the wind, <laughs> but I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> I, but, but for the record, I hate Thank gone you. with the wind. <laughs> <laughs> so what are Boring. you saying, Corey? I'm saying that Vivian Lee was an over actress, <laughs> even at the time. And to consider her art timeless is, uh, is a, a complete disregard for all of the evolution of film and acting that has happened since. Like, Jeez. honestly, I can see all these people living through it. Even Zeb. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Sure. I don't know. Well, yeah, no, we'll see. Yeah. You we'll end see. up, you end up Kanan's the only one that sacrifices. Well, Kanan had to die because he was still affi- yeah, affiliated right. with Jedi right. training and Luke is the and only the Jedi. Jedi. Of all and right. that's something that I think one of the things I'll give them credit for, and I, this is an assumption on my part. It seems like, whereas the legend had a lot of Jedi that just kind of went away or suppressed their abilities and then kind of came back one by one for different circumstances at different times. It feels like canonically this time they're trying to make Yoda's words true. The true, last that right. Jedi will you will you be? Right. I think they're trying to make that matter more than it did in the <coughs> Legends. Now, sure. Do I agree with that creatively? I don't feel like the Legends did a bad job of it. I really think when some people came, you know, the fact that Morgan Katarn's your dad, you know what I mean, or Morgan Katarn and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like that 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 uh, Corin Horn, you know, his grandfather, the Halcyon. All that stuff, like I liked all of that. Right. I loved the fact that there were different circumstances, that there wasn't a, a a direct black or white that actually did spell the end of something in a very literal sense. Mm-hmm. When it can be the end of something in a very, very deep and gray sense. Yeah. So I don't know that I love it, but I respect the commitment to it. And in that regard, Kanan had to die. Um whether that applies to Ezra or not, I'm still on the fence about. I do, Ezra is as powerful as an, an, an more powerful than your average Jedi Knight, it seems. Mm-hmm. So, in that regard, that he has that raw power, I would prefer he die. If we're going to stick to that, if we're not going to stick to that, I don't, I I don't, see, I don't see, see him, him dying. I see him taking on a different form, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. Or going not not necessarily becoming one with the Force, but becoming something else. Besides more like an immortal Jedi, become, like maybe like a in part of the Mortis, a new Vindu, yeah, yeah or whatever like his name was, Vindu, Vindu, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I was thinking Yondu, and I got <laughs> Mary Poppins, y'all, y'all. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a hard question to answer. 
interesting. We'll to see. Say the least. They're 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 slamming these episodes back to back for the next couple weeks. So they we'll see. Really, really are. Really are. Hey, gentlemen. Yeah. You know what? Since we what? keep throw throwing out those porkins left and right, we're gonna just skate right into rumors. Okay. Oh, 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 really? Oh, yeah. that goes holy crap it's an hour and eight minutes in and they just got to rumors <laughs> i don't hey, have enough love, minutes in the hey, day we love our rebels what are you gonna do yeah man it's wrapping up it's it, sue it, me honestly honestly don't sue me we already said it. it we already said it rebels to me we've said it in a, in a thousand ways already in this podcast but rebels to me is doing more of a service to what Star Wars has been. Yes. Than the last two saga movies. Yes. I mean, you said it. You said it. But but I'm not saying it's better or worse. I could. I no. could posit my opinion. I'm saying it's better. I know you will. And 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 I could do that. I don't feel the need to compare the quality of them in that. But I will say that Rebels seems more. What's the word? It's not respectful. What's what's the word? Like, that's a respectful like, is not like, a bad word. It's not, but there's a better word, like sol like a like a like a like a, a solemn just it, 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 uh? I, there's a, what? Uh? Uh? Anyway, there's a word. But <laughs> it, it, it yeah, it is more respectful. It's, pay, it's paying homage better. No, but, but it it just reverence. It is more reverent right. to oh, the go. history of Star Wars. Yeah. Sacrosanct for, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Sure. Without question. Yeah. Word. Yeah. Uh, and 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 that's not what we're getting from uh, from the upstarts running the saga. Yeah, it's as simple as that. And it's I hate to say it, but it's just the saga in my opinion because I keep going back to Rogue One. It's like, well, they're tying Rogue One in, and Rogue One was more than willing to tie in Rogue Rebel One stuff. Tied in, yeah. I mean, they tied in Rebel stuff and Ep Four stuff directly. Yeah, not I, they not just hinted directly. Right. Yeah. I, I I don't know I I uh, who was <laughs> it's escaping me right now the director for um, Rogue One Gareth Edwards Gareth Gareth I, I just I I know that there was supposedly trouble in Paradise with him and they had to bring up a guy to clean things up and whatever but um, it worked as more time goes by the more respect I have for that guy because I I, yes. I respect the fact that someone went to him and said. You know, hey, this isn't rapping the way we need it to rap, and he was man enough to say, to "I got recognize this other guy it. that does that is able to yeah. fill in and and, and compliment." But he recognized yeah. it, was man enough to step aside and yep. let other people come in and, and the, the if compromise that's your process. Boom, the compromise was beautiful. Yeah, and I, you know, we're not we're not getting that with a JJ and with a Ryan. I mean, those guys are just sticking to their, you know, and I don't, I don't, the situation obviously is different because it's saga film versus this anthology. So it's hard to compare them. It's, I would have, I would have expected years ago when we started this podcast, I expected the saga films to do what Rogue One yes. had did as the anthology Amen. film. Yeah, that's and what I would have, yeah, because I would have expected the anthology film to be more creative, to be more and reach out there. turning the feeling yes. on its head. Yes, you right. know, you know, what we need. You know, what we need. What do we need? More anthology films. Yeah, we do. <laughs> right, Mike. Agreed. They better get on it. By the way, <laughs> we got any more? A cinema blend. Great if there were week. some cinnamon buns. 
There's been a lot of rumors for a long time about this Obi Wan. You movie. made fun of me just a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Ha ha, nana nana boo boo. Up well, no, no, now don't get your don't get all excited yet. I'm this set, is still his original rapper. This on is still fire. all rumor, my friend. All rumor, Aww. but this Obi Wan film, the the rumors are picking up pretty hefty. All right, so supposedly that wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. <laughs> oh wow, you're old. Hey, <laughs> the uh, Irish Telegraph okay. um, is reporting that, uh, that the locals are saying that uh, Cream of Wheat Lucasfilm will be there. Um, I think this year, <laughs> later this year, to start filming another thing. Star Wars film. Yep, and what? by all accounts, at least film. by accounts by. These these folks in Ireland that it's going to be an Obi Wan film. So yeah, yeah they're I mean again they're expanding Pinewood hugely. <clears throat> Pinewood's like what tripling in did size. Say, did you say Ireland? Yeah. Yes, Ireland. Ireland says that they're getting the Obi Wan film. Yeah, they're going to be doing like a bunch of outdoor uh, location there, sure. but also Pinewood. Yeah, I had heard about like, that. Yeah, they're expanding like like hundreds of acres. Amazing. Mm. <laughs> Mike doesn't like it whenever no, he no, moves to rumors. That's is fine. there a certain actor that's from Ireland or around that area Lepre- that Lepre- Lepre- be Lepre- able to play certain Obi Wan Kenobi character? I don't think he's Irish, buddy. Nope. Dang it, Scottish. Yeah, he's Scottish, isn't he? Is there a certain UK-ish actor? The guy from the island area. Yeah, you know, it's all the same over there. Is that racist? So anyway, but anyway, there's just a lot of talk up there right now that this is happening, this is going on. Of course, Lucasfilm has not, you know, formally announced any of this yet, but here is the backup for all of this, okay? Dun, dun, now, if you guys remember um, early in 2017, like January, I remember. about a year ago. I remember. That's like a year ago. Remember uh, Kathleen Kennedy had said, in an interview that we're going to be announcing this new anthology movie in August. Yeah. It was supposed to happen last summer. That was summer. a long time ago. It was a long time ago. And of course, since then the solo movie started having its problems and, and Ron Howard was brought on board and all that good stuff. And, uh, that announcement kind of got thrown to the side. So crap. in the meantime, we've heard a lot about Brian Johnson getting a new trilogy and a new trilogy for DBYs and what's Benioff? No, yeah. I don't. I don't. They, they don't have a trilogy, do they? Not a trilogy. They have a series. They have a series. They're calling. It, they called it a movie series. Yeah. Mm. So anyway, so we've been hearing a lot about them. Nobody's been talking about this. Uh, this this third anthology film that's supposed to be going on. Yeah, um, Boba Fett, right? So anyway, no, not the Boba Fett. That got that got kibosh, my friend. Lame. So anyway, again, these rumors. Are coming out of Ireland that uh, Obi Wan is supposed to be happening, da, and da, that they are going da, to begin da, filming in 2019. Da, 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 yes, da, I was right. Ian McGregor, right? Dude, this is not I'm official right. yet, man. This is not official, and it's Ian coming McGregor. out. And they're going to announce it for come out in May and delay it to Christmas. Da, ba, da, da, ba, ba. I mean, is this in your mind, both of you? This question is for both of you. In your mind, is this a foregone conclusion or, or is, is this yes. a stretch? No, I'm just going to say that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's in the, they've already filmed it. It's in the. Two, <laughs> two years ago, I thought an Obi Wan movie was the worst idea ever. 
But now, for way. some reason, because I'm so unimpressed with the saga films, <laughs> I am so team justice for you and justice yeah, dude, for you and McGregor. Back. There you go, man. Bring him back and let him have a script that is not balls. Okay. We need the dynamic duo of George right. Lucas and Ewan McGregor. Me, you shut your whore mouth. <laughs> well, yeah. I was just going to say, because these rumors go on, know, my friend. I know. <laughs> and the rumor is. That uh, that Lucasfilm, I, I told you Lucasfilm was in Ireland scoping out some locations, right? Who well, was the what scoper? I didn't tell you is the, who the scoper was. I Supposedly, know. what? G. Luke himself. George yeah. Lucas. G. Luke Picard. One. Bring it back. He's back. Play the button. <laughs> yeah, people, there were people Play that were button. on the scene for the, sco- the, the scouting, and they said that George Lucas. It was George was Lucas there. himself. And it was him by himself. It wasn't just a fat bearded guy, right? It was actually George. I don't know. Lucas. I don't know how much he's not that fat. He just has a lot of neck fat. <laughs> oh, that's true. He does. He just wears true. heavy flannel that yeah. makes him look fat. I don't know if I can really believe that for a couple. I believe of reasons. it because I want to. <laughs> Do you really? First or are off, you just virtue signaling for the podcast. <laughs> no, like first every off, other Star hey, Wars let's, podcast. Let's talk. Let's talk. I think George let's Lucas talk real needs to come here. Back. Let's talk real here, though, Garrick. And I'm real talking. real issue number one is that the man is in his 70s. Okay. Yeah. He's not so? a spring chicken. 70s is a new 40. <laughs> oh. That's number one. Number what two. Was, what, was the, what was the late 50s? Because when he was that, he made some movies that <laughs> ne- never came out from behind the, the screen. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Issue number two. George Lucas and Disney traditionally do not have a great working relationship. But George Lucas and Lucasfilm still kind of do. Kathleen Kennedy and him are best buddies. Yeah, perhaps. I don't know, man. I don't the believe. Talent, I I think when uh, when Lord Miller got fired, the talent pool from Kathleen Kennedy's perspective shrunk twelve <laughs> sizes that day. <laughs> That's why we got JJ back. And <laughs> yep. <laughs> Let's get this back to a small group of individuals. Somebody at Lucasfilm. Should be camped outside Gareth Edwards' door, I and I don't man. think they are, and that bugs me. Yeah, that George Lucas. Me. He's one of the biggest cheerleaders for this. For for I mean, I, well, he was in he was in both Rogue One and he was in uh, Last Jedi. Yeah, and uh, whenever you see him, even in interviews to this day, he is like a little kid in a candy store, dude. He loves that he was part of this. Yeah. And I just I I love that enthusiasm about him. Yeah, I do wish if they're talking about yeah making up future films and stuff, he should be part of the discussion. Why wouldn't in my, his in name my be opinion. in there? I, I it should be in my opinion. But Rogue One know. was so good. Yeah, because they want new blood yeah, or well, old blood. I don't, yeah, I don't Lucas. think they do. Well, I was gonna <laughs> say if we're going to George Lucas and J.J. Abrams, that doesn't sound like new blood to me. They should at least bring Georgie on as like a like the consultant. Like they, they credit him I'm as a consultant, that, but he man. doesn't do anything. Because he, I mean, he cre- they credit, it's his they world. credit him as a director, and he didn't. It's do anything. It's his world. Like he created all this. He's the idea guy. He just can't execute it. Sometimes. But see, that's but, the problem with him, man. I yeah. mean, if they could get him in to that kind of role, and he understands it, and he and he knows that he doesn't have final say on it, then I would be all about that. He probably but doesn't. Want I don't. That. I mean, he he certainly didn't have that attitude in the prequels. Yeah. So does he have that attitude now? I doubt it. I don't know, uh, but know. it's remember, like he's he's a heart he and soul little, of the franchise. Little, little, they pull him out, and it's like everything's so had a little gun that fired sticky notes 
<laughs> you remember those videos? They're like the showing him concept and art. Stamp and, yeah, he's yeah. got like a stamp and a little sticky note firing gun <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. And I'm like, this is the worst lip service I've ever seen. Ever. <gasps> George is in the room. George is in the room. George is in the room. He's, he's not here, Jesus. He's here. He's here. There he is. It was, man. Those people, those poor people. Oh. The McCallums and oh, all those people. Yeah. Seriously, I don't know what Rick McCallum's been up to lately. I think mean, he's got to be dead. He uh, like that dude was the most stressed out guy I've ever seen in my life. Like, oh, he I'm did. technically, I'm technically, I'm the producer on these films, and I'm trying to make keep everything together. And, and nobody, I, I, I don't think know. he's in the. If he's not dead, he's in the nut house, dude. Oh man, that <laughs> seriously, he seems so close to both. It's only sixty three. <laughs> He looked like 83 back he in did. 2005. He, his hair was still black, but it was all stuck out in the air like Doc Brown after getting huck, herp, hit by lightning. 63 is the new 12, dude. Oh, man. I can't believe he's only 63 because I would have guessed he was like 65 13 years ago. Yeah, he retired and moved to Prague, by the way. <laughs> he did. Oh, yep. man. Right after the acquisition, he retired and moved. Yeah. Wow. That's hilarious. <laughs> nice city. Yeah. I, yeah, I love, I, I've always wanted to go to Prague. That's It survived World War II. A lot of old stuff there. Good on you, Prague. Way to survive that war. Yeah. Way to survive that war. Way to, and way to accept Rick <laughs> McKellum with open arms. Hopefully he sits on the, uh, he sits on the, on the edge of the river you know, hanging out St. Charles Bridge, just trying to stay calm, trying to keep his heart rate down. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. He's cool. He's retired. I'm going to go visit Rick McKellen. <laughs> Poor Rick. Say, what, what was it really like producing those films? I had to keep that golf cart charged all <laughs> the time. Like, all the time. Because George only wanted to be on set after the shots were shot and then review on the little screen one take and then get back on the golf cart and go back to Shoney's and get the early bird senior special. Freaking Shoney's, dude. I like the pancakes. Place is disgusting. The eggs are so yellow. Why they, they have patties and links. That's <laughs> how so you know it's a swanky joint. At the other end, they have fish. What? <laughs> what? Who, who eats fish for breakfast? All right. So if they're actually doing an Obi-Wan movie, this has got to be the best kept secret of all time. You and McGregor's been training, bro. I, that's what they Looking say. Good. I've seen pictures. I don't know, man. I just surprised. justice for you, and I don't care if the movie sucks. I just want justice for you. Yeah, I think if they don't, if they're doing this movie, they don't cast him. That oh that's no, we boycott. No, that's, we boycott. That's crap. They have to. Yeah, and they they dumb. absolutely will. I don't think there's any question. He's the perfect age. Yeah, right. <laughs> he was the right. age. What else is he doing? Yeah. So, well, other things. No, but I just been, hope if they, I just hope interest. if they do it, it's a it's a nice simple movie. With a yes. simple plot. Yes, not big and epic, just yeah. a plot, a story that happens. I still I still love that the cockamamie idea of, uh, of, and I don't remember where it came from, but the idea of him having to team up with Owen Lars. Yeah. Uh, on like the, the, this whole like yeah, right. like buddy cop or but like your fish buddy cop slash fish out of water story. 
You know what I mean? You get the hybrid where you get the two guys who are complete opposites. You got to get Owen off planet. Yeah, I want to see. I want to see planes, trains, and auto speeders. That's what I want to see. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Wait, is Owen Lars John Candy? Yes. In this scenario, no. I guess it would be it would be slightly uh, a hybrid. They would they would both be hybrids of the. Uh, They're both John forces. Candy. Yeah. The worst movie ever. Yeah, I guess Owen Lars would be Steve Martin. I guess the big question, if Martin. they're doing this movie, because I'm sorry, I don't believe for a second that George Lucas is directing that film. It's just not going to happen. Um, but I, so I'm, who, glad they're, I'm glad they're George bringing Lucas. Around, well, yeah, I, I, hopefully that's true. I don't know like that on the, Well, he was for sure on the solo set. Yeah, we know that. And we know that he got paid lip service by Ron Howard. I think he's just bored and they're just letting him hang out. They're like, That's fine. They're like, yeah, I think of course. Why not? But but and then, he, okay. and then he's like, hey, can I do something? And they're like, yeah, you want? What do you want to do? How about I help with the story, like the thematic story, the 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 elevator pitch, you know, the the treatment. How about I help with the treatment of Obi Wan because that's that's my favorite character I ever made. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'm fine with George doing a treatment. Okay, but don't let that man. But who's, write. Ma- who's making that movie? Who's who's directing that movie? Who is really directing? Who that movie? the hell knows? I mean, the way. First off, you know that Kathleen Tarantino. You know, go home and die. You know that (laughs) Kathleen Kennedy is not, absolutely not going to keep going the direction she's gone. Right? She was like, "John, I'm going to cultivate all this young talent," and then she found out, "Oh, millennials suck." So she's not going to go in that same direction. So you're looking at classic. You know, I think you're you're looking not like I, I I almost said Bruckheimer. I don't mean Bruckheimer, but I I think the dude the 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 uh, the name it's too late. Freaking a the uh, Back to the Future dude Zemeckis. Yeah, Zemeckis. I think I think names like that would be on the table. Basically, everybody that passed on the Flash. Sure. Right. <laughs> Joss Whedon. He he just came available. Yeah, Joss Whedon just became available today. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We've thrown this name around before, and and it was a big fat no. But Spielberg is he still a no? Yeah. I think he's a hard no. Yeah. Hundred percent. I think he could I'll, do it. I think he could do it. But I'd love I to see. I don't that. want to see. Oh, it. I, I'm sure he could do it. It's do, I, will, man. Would he do it though? If they brings on George as a creative well, director, wait, 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 you got to remember, Kath, that's where Kathleen Kennedy started was with. Yeah, with, I know. I know what teats with Spielberg. I know what teats. <laughs> but the 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 fact remains that the uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull came. So be careful what the hell you guys wish for. Yeah, Kingdom of the Crystal because Skull. Because that was Lucas producing. That was and, Lucas. That and, was not. Well, that was Lucas. And it was right. Spielberg directing. Yeah, but they and I, that movie was directed with one for hand shiz. behind his back, dude. Uh, dude what, were the, what were the first three films? What were the first three Indiana Jones films? Same thing, and they're uh, great. It was uh, was it the Lost no, Ark, dude? Raiders of the Lost dude, Ark. Uh, Crystal Temple Skull was a completely different Last situation. Crusade. It was you know twenty years later, and they got the they got the band back together, and George came in, and he was the one that gave the story and all that stuff. And, and Spielberg, they, Spielberg, and and Ford sat with him at a table and went, George, I are, know, really, but they still let him do it. And it was still his story. And the lesson was learned. That film was a hot turd that's widely regarded as one of the worst or at least most disappointing movies of all time. Okay? I, I, I think agree. They can, that's they can what make I'm a movie I, about these two old guys making a movie. But I, I don't think it's... <laughs> that's why I say if, if Spielberg directed this movie, I don't think that he would do a bad job. I think Crystal Skull was just a perfect storm of 
of shit that he had to wade through but and did the best job with what he could what he Spielberg had. Spielberg does his best work now when he goes off and does a weird thing. You know, Star Wars would be a weird thing. No, 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 no. It's totally weird. But that Star Wars is not going off and doing a weird thing. Star Wars is climbing in and doing a weird thing. Meaning, you're getting in bed with Disney. Which, first off, how often do Disney and DreamWorks uh, get along? Not. They don't. And he is the owner. Okay. So that's true. I didn't think about it. Yeah. There's there's competition issues there. But time to build some bridges, man. But I, I honestly, Steven Spielberg, it, in his big epic films that he does when he rarely does them now, he tends to take weird thematic risks that kind of break plot genre feel. And I, I, I like him doing his off in the corner stuff. Like, I like the fact that him and Tom Hanks just to go like to go make movies on weekends. You know what I mean? And because those are the movies that I love that he does. <laughs> they, do. they do. They just wander was, off somewhere. They're like best friends. Both of their wives are like, where the hell did our husbands go? And they come back on Sunday uh, wearing, wearing George plaid, high-fiving with a movie. We made another movie. We made another movie, ladies. We're barbecuing tonight. And, That's and, my seventh Oscar. <laughs> and those are the movies that I love that come from Spielberg nowadays. I don't want him for the big epic films. My favorite Spielberg movie in the last 20 years, uh, my favorite epic Spielberg movie in the last 20 years was uh, directed by J.J., <laughs> which was Super 8. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see what he did there. Yeah. Well, that's what he did. He he fully says, like, we set out to make a classic Spielberg film. They failed in the third act, but the first two acts were great. Nailed it. But, yeah, no, I don't, I don't want Stevie... I would be I'd be more comfortable with Zemeckis or somebody like that. Yeah. I mean, between all the kids that have been fired and all the people that have been targeted by the Me Too movement and <laughs> probably yeah, right. probably in some of those cases much well deserved like Brett Ratner and all them there's not a lot of talent in that in like our age range that has made epic films. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. just not I mean, I I still think but this is someone else who's actually also been has a sordid history. I still think that um come on, uh Superman Returns, X Men, Brian Snyder. Singer. Oh, Brian Singer. Brian Singer. I still think Brian Singer would be able would be a good ad if if he were interested. He's I have no a, idea. He's in me too. I know, trouble too. I know. I know. As soon as he came to my mind, I'm like, actually, I'd put him right at the top of my list, but there's all that too. Yeah. Half the industry is hell. I, mean, I don't think I don't. Scott Bayo's uh, in trouble for calling somebody uh, calling somebody a, a, a bad word, uh, a bad euphemism in the eighties, and pantsing the kid. Well, Brian Singer's <laughs> Brian Singer's in trouble with the X Men series. I don't think he, they're going to give him another one. Yeah, because they this last one they said he wouldn't showing up to the the set and. And uh, was taking long absences and all really? that stuff. So yeah, he's in a Suck lot of trouble. A butt. I so, like yeah, Valkyrie is a good movie. Yeah, no, I I Man. like his I like his work. Screw but so uh, but not going to be Brian Singer, that's for sure. I don't know who I don't know who it would be. I really yeah. Don't. I'd, it'd be interesting to see if it, I want I want it to be true. I do. So um, I always thought an, an Obi Wan movie. Would be a good idea. A trilogy when they were talking about trilogy. Oh no, yeah, that's no. right out. That no, seems absolutely that seems not. crazy. But oh, just give me a little that. give me a give me an awesome little story with with a redeems Ewan McGregor and and Obi Wan. But the mud the the water seems still so muddy to me because you know, suppose if if this is true, then 
in in the works, we've got an Obi Wan movie, three Ryan Johnson movies, and a series. So let's call that at least two. So we've got <laughs> we've got six movies in the works. That technically is a series, right? Well, let me tell you about a couple of years ago when they only had three movies in the works. <laughs> They're out of movies. <laughs> After F9, first off, we got nothing coming out next Christmas. There, there is no talk of saga movies continuing at this point. Right. Not zero. Yeah. So saga movies are done. So the, this uh, idea. Give it a few years. They'll be back. Maybe. But why? We don't need them. Well. These movies suck. I, dude, I was going to say. Dude, I'm sorry, <laughs> but if, if 7, 8, 9 end up being a turd. You know, yeah, maybe they make all the money, but, but they're looked upon like the prequels. Yeah. I don't, I'm not looking forward to a 10, 11, 12. I don't think that that's going to happen. I, there's no reason to continue the story if the characters aren't beloved and right. they haven't had their rights. Right. I, mean, I mean, people do love the characters individually, but from an arc, I mean, they haven't well, had any. It's only the, the, both movies take place over the span of a week. Right. Well, and you, you got to give these movies time to breathe. And you're right. Do, are these characters end up being timeless and... 10 years from now, we care about what happens to them and want more. Yeah. I, I don't know that that's the case. I don't know so, either. The don't only, know. only time will tell on that. So I have Ewan McGregor direct his own movie about Obi-Wan. I don't know if I'm on board for that. Yeah, yeah dude. He needs to get know. some experience. <laughs> He's getting old. Now you're talking like Kennedy. Oh, somebody some experience. (laughs) Twilight years. He's like in his fifties, dude. Yeah, you could start in a Twilight film. That's what Garrick meant. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's what (laughs) I meant. As a teenager, they were gonna reboot it. (laughs) Make it better somehow. Sparkles. Yeah, I see. Sparkly vampires. All right, Solo, a Star Wars story. Some updates this week. DigitalTrends.com reporting some interesting information from the set of Solo. Uh, first off, apparently, John Favreau. Did you guys hear that John Favreau's in this movie? Yes, I did hear that. <laughs> I like that guy. Well, they've used uh, the character of Happy in several of the properties at Disney to tie other films together. So I just assume that Iron Man's <laughs> butler is going to show up in Star Wars. <laughs> well, they are not using his physical body. They are using his voice. He's got a good voice. But they say that the voice will be used He's- for... An important alien character. I hope the character says that things are money a lot. <laughs> it's money. Yeah. Money. Yeah, it's money. Him and Vince Vaughn said that a lot in Swingers. So, I just pulled back the curtain on I my thought that was interesting you. that Favreau was supposed to be in this film. He should and, direct some uh, films. I'd be fine with Favreau directing a Star Wars film. Iron Man was hella good. Yeah, actually, I would too. He would be one. And I remember thinking that John Favreau, the dude, what was in PCU with the dreadlocks, yeah, is directing right. Iron Man. Yeah. This is the worst idea ever. And then yeah, someone said yeah. hey, they just cast Robert Downey Jr. I'm like, I love John Favreau. <laughs> Team Favreau. <laughs> He's the best. He's the best ever. Me love Favreau. And, and I'm gonna say it. I like Jungle Book, and I'm totally gonna see Lion King. Boom. Mm. There you go. Yep. Yeah, Jungle Book wasn't bad. No. Well, back to Solo here. If you not sure how Scarlett Johansson yeah, got just top billing on that. Say that too. I was like, <laughs> Scar Jo, that was weird. She's in it for like 10 minutes. Not yeah, even. Maybe not like even. two minutes. Yeah. Five minutes. So be sure you go to BetterKind.com. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> None. Zero. No idea. What about Scar Jo? Yeah. Is she naked? That's all I need to know. Michael, that's sexist. Oh, Why? come on, man. Mike. <laughs> Well, does she get nude in films? I think she does. I don't, I don't That's know. a relevant question. I don't she? think she do. Oh, yeah, she do. Go to Mr. Skin or whatever that website yeah, is. Yeah, it's, yeah. I have just, Why? first time I, I thought about that website <laughs> since I listened to Bob and Mr. Tom ages Skin. ago, and they'd have that guy on all the time. 
Oh yeah, if you if you four to, to thirty seven, there's a really really great oh. new uh, front upper. Uh, uh, you know, it's, it, I mean, it's really it's 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 not only like really hot, which it is, but it's tastefully done, and the lighting is it, it really amplifies. Us. Shut up, just go pile one in the corner, buddy. All right, back to solo a Star Wars story. Yeah. Go to betterkind.com and click get on. <laughs> Amelia, I'm, I'm Amelia, go to better. Sorry, I'm gonna get this out whether you like it or not. Go to betterkind.com, <laughs> click on the show notes for episode 171, and you too can follow along at the digitaltrends.com article and uh, <laughs> check out some of the pictures and some of the updates. We already talked about uh, Jan Favreau in the movie. Uh, there was one other interesting tidbit that I wanted to discuss, which tidbit. I thought was interesting. Uh, apparently, Harrison Ford what? was consulted He's not dead. on this film. Which would make sense, but uh, supposedly, um, yeah, Young Han should have an earring, <laughs> but but only in his left ear because I'm still in the 1990s. <laughs> so Harrison Ford spent some time with uh, Alden Einreich and uh, gave him some pointers. Uh, we have not literally been told. gave him some pointers. He showed him how to shake his finger at people because <laughs> that's Harrison Ford's signature move. Do you realize this? How in every movie Hans or Harrison Ford, he sticks out his hand and he waves his finger in people's face. <laughs> Did, have you ever noticed the dude is a finger I'll, waver? I'll have to and watch he, now. He jumps toward the camera with his arms over his head a lot too. Yeah, he does. <laughs> that's also true. He does that in a lot of films, but yeah, he'll wave his his finger the dude from walking dead that i can't remember the name of right now does an amazing harrison ford impression and he always waves his finger and it's not a tight wave the finger wiggles almost like it's made of rubber but it's exactly what harrison ford does man every movie so he so, taught i'm hoping he taught aaron alden the finger wave so there's a lot of speculation as to what was discussed when uh when harrison was i can't brought do it. in uh to chat and uh a lot of people theorizing that, you know, oh, he gave him some pointers on some of the mannerisms and things like <laughs> that. No, he's like in that. the movie. But uh, I, I have a different perspective, a Papa different Solo. theory on this. My my feeling Tracking. is that that their discussion entailed more or went more like this. Don't try to impersonate me. Be yourself. Yep. Now, <laughs> let's sit here and quietly drink our scotch for the next 30 <laughs> minutes. Then we'll go out that door laughing like we've been talking the whole time. Right. And then Harrison turned and like crossed his legs in the other direction and stared at the wall. I'm serious. So that's got to be the best advice that you could give to a kid like this, because the last thing you want him to do. And I think the trailer hopefully plays this out from what we've seen so far is he's not trying to impersonate Harrison Ford. And I think we even talked about this a week or two ago, mm-hmm. that that would probably be the worst thing that he could do is go out there and try to that's do a Harrison Ford impression. Well, he's just... I, I don't know. Some some that was bad. actors know, have the chops. <laughs> uh, apparently, like Donald Glover, who is going to nail. You're just saying it to make it true. That's what uh, you're trying to do. I want to. I want to believe it. Out every night. Right. <laughs> I can. Do, I can do this song. I can do it. I'm not gonna though, Mike. You don't have to pause. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for you guys to comment. I, mean, I thoughts? don't. Yeah, I would imagine because I don't believe I don't believe that Harrison Ford like was that. like on speed dial or anything or running there for a long period of time to yeah. really give a bunch of really intense feedback. That doesn't sound like Harrison Ford to me. Yeah, I think he's too busy with the family going down giant. How does this stuff go down on vacation and? 
how do, how do, how do all courses. these people just show up on set? How do I do that? It's like well, George uh, Lucas just shows you, up you know one what? day out you of need to go, you Step need to, one, be rich. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. Uh, make a film that everybody has seen and you become an icon. Yep, you that, might not get help. a star on the walk of fame. I'm trying to think of the logistics of this all, though. Like, So Harrison, like someone had to call him or his agent, say, hey, you want to come out? Is that what happened? Shows up. No, they probably oh. just offered him like primo space on a like a runway somewhere that he it's hard <laughs> to get into. Like, we'll let you fly into you know area area fifty one if you swing over. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I always want to know if there's aliens. Yeah, it's in that movie yeah. about him. Yeah. Um, this, according to the article, <laughs> I've already been there in a movie. According to the article, it looks like Kathleen Kennedy introduced the two, and uh, so it was kind of. Do you like to think that there were like double doors and she backed out of them while closing? Like, I'll let you two have some time. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's really, that sounds demeaning because I actually like Kathleen Kennedy a lot. But Close just, the kiss. The circum- yeah, the circumstances of just leaving them alone to speak is what makes me laugh. Some French doors, curtains on them. And he goes, hey, you, like, you like football? <laughs> I'm going to turn on the Steelers game. Is he Steelers fan? In my head canon, he now is. That's oh, disgusting. That's cool. No one should be a Steelers fan. <laughs> I mean, hey. no one. There's worse yeah. fans. There are no worse one. ones. There are worse My fans. uncle used I don't to know. be coach for this. Steelers fans are pretty bad. Dude. They're awful. Dude. Awful. Dude. Dude. The Patriots dude. say hello. Their fans are weird, but they're not. Dude. Dude. Steelers fans are obnoxious. Dude. Dude. Dude, they got dude, the terrible dude. towels. Dude, They're terrible. I hate the Patriots, not Patriot fans. Patriot fans are well. Patriot fans around Patriot here, fans you are have simpletons. To, pa- <laughs> <laughs> wow, Say, pa- Patriot fans oh, in yeah. Indiana, you have to you have to at least respect them for being brave. <laughs> you oh, have to give them that point. credit. <laughs> They're bandwagoners, but they don't mind taking a verbal, if not physical, beating from everyone at all times. I mean, it's not it's not hard to be a you know a bandwagoner fan for the best ever, blah blah blah. What, so Steeler what fans, football Steeler team? fans. I'm sorry to, to get off on this. Steelers could go Ew, 0 and 16 in a year, and Steeler fans acting like they're going to the Super Bowl that that year. <laughs> I mean, seriously, they're awful. They are awful, horrible people. We cannot let wow. you go to Pennsylvania anymore. <laughs> I didn't so, know you had these feelings about the Steelers. Me fans. either. Who, so who, what football team do you want Harrison Ford to be a fan of? Um, you can't say the Colts. Know, the, the, the 49ers, why not? 49ers, yeah, San right. Francisco 49ers. Sure. Yeah, why not? That's, that's a safe one. Yeah, 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 safe. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. You cannot be a Pittsburgh fan, no. Tennessee Titans. You don't want him also. to be a Raiders fan? <laughs> he can be a Raiders fan. He can be just about any other fan. But Pittsburgh, I Pittsburgh, really nip your nut. I don't like Pittsburgh fans. Wow. <laughs> wow. Those are my people. This though. goes back to college, man. All right. Do you guys want me to get in on the college story? Oh, justice. We don't even have a slot for that on the <laughs> bingo board don't. for you. So you don't Harrison want me to get Ford into would this. would be a Bears it's fan, awful. though, right? Be a we, we, I mean, at this point, we don't expect you to remember things from back then, <laughs> let alone regale back them. Back in the 50s? Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Pretty long, that was a long time ago. This was back when I was wearing I patent can... leather shoes. Or... <laughs> I remember. Bobby socks. <laughs> Bobby socks. Wow. Poodle skirt and Oodle a leather jacket. And Bobby socks. Had black horn rim specks with little crosses on the sides. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was part of the motorcycle gang. <laughs> I use three-in-one oil to grease back my hair every morning. So we were down at the Five and Dime, which was right across from the the drive-in, and this was the night of the great sock hop. (laughs) There was the freaks under the sea dance. Hey, don't laugh. I'm going to an under the sea dance Tomorrow. Oh yeah! <laughs> yep. Is it an enchantment? It's uh, a I don't father believe daughter dance. It is baby? a father daughter dance. Oh cute! She, she picked out my outfit for me. Oh crap! I forgot to order a corsage. I'm gonna have to do something tomorrow. Are you dressing up like a, a mermaid? Is that mm-hmm. what you're doing? You know I am. Nope. Just yeah. She's like, Daddy, you have yeah. to go get Thank a suit. You. And I'm like, I have a suit. And she goes, No, one that fits. And I'm like, How do you know my suit doesn't fit? What is that supposed to mean? And she's like, because you're losing weight and it's not going to fit. I'm like, okay, well, we're erring on the better side of that argument. Because <laughs> you're fat. <laughs> That's what she said. So I was like, I will Aww. have you know my suit still fits pretty well because I was already busting past it before. So now it's just right. <sighs> so, yeah, Pittsburgh uh-huh. fans. <laughs> College. Han Solo is not a Pittsburgh fan. <laughs> He, a bear, he should be a Bears fan. He's a Bears fan. Well, Bears fans are obnoxious. He's, he's from they're, Chicago. They're okay. He's from Chicago. Yeah, man. He's probably a Bears fan. Yeah. Or Packers fan. Yeah. The what? Packers what? fan. Shut up. <laughs> now you're going to get Corey Shut up going. your face. He went to college. And- <laughs> Actually, I've Honestly. never had a problem with Packers fans. I only dislike the Packers out of tradition. That's really true. I don't hate Packers fans. During the games, during the game, I hate Packers fans. But I don't have any negativity. We have a lot of Packer fan local Packer fans locally because well, yeah, it's a long story, but we do. And uh they can be annoying. They're oh, they, yeah, they no. always get out there. They've got chips on their shoulders yeah, for right. sure. Yeah, for sure. So Football. Star Wars. Cheese packing and football. All right. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I had for rumors. Ladies and gentlemen, won't you follow us on Twitter at FlyCasual1138, where we're all taking part in the conversation. We want to hear your responses, your questions, your comments, your silly memes. Share with us. We like uh, interacting. We like hearing with all hearing from all of you. I mean, really, honest to God, that, that interaction is what makes it a lot of fun to do what we do. Yeah, we're going to get together and talk about this BS anyway, which is why we record it. Because <laughs> we were already doing it, more or less. We do it more regularly now. But the reason, the the feedback that we get and the interaction that we get with you guys uh, and gals is, uh, is, is honestly very rewarding, even if it's just a comment or two now and then uh, talking with you guys is... It lets us know you're out there that we're not just throwing this out into the wind, right? Which we know we're technically not, but, you know, who believes what computers say? So, anyhow, uh, please. trying to kill you. uh, Yeah, that's what I've been told by everybody, virtually everybody. Elon Musk is upset about it. That's why he keeps throwing cars into space. He's angry. He's just like, If only he had all the money in the world. Oh, musky. He's got a whole bunch of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, as Mike said earlier, once you go to the website, betterkind.com, open up the show, follow along in the show notes during podcasts, enhance your listening experience. Make it a AV experience instead of just A. <laughs> Don't just throw it in your A-hole. Throw whoa, it in whoa, your whoa. AV-hole. 
Not necessarily. Your a-holes, your ears. That's your audio holes. Your ears. Oh. Mike, I know it's late, but come on, buddy. Try to keep oh, up. Come on, man. Try I to see what up. you did. Yep, yep. So do all that. Also, our thoughts and prayers go out to Howie, who is still sick this week, except now he's actually contracted the rickets. Oh. So, yep. <laughs> last last uh, last week, it was explosive diarrhea, which resulted in, uh, in very dangerous levels of dehydration. Oh. And now he has uh, the rickets, which, uh, for those of you who don't know, is a softening of bones in children uh, <laughs> caused by a lack of vitamin D. <laughs> he has that. Oh, that poor guy. Yeah, he's got the rickets. Uh, and the scabies and any other any other uh, health issue that sounds funny, oh, no. even though it's, it's actually probably not funny. But the rabies, know. he's got the rabies. He's got going. the rabies. Yeah. Uh, Anything that ends with ease. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The herpes. Yeah, he's the got the herpes. Yeah, uh, he, he's got the the the. Uh, I got nothing oh, else. No. He's got he's got the skivvies, <laughs> the shimmies, uh, the bleeps and the creeps. Really, wow, that's what he's got. I know. Thoughts and prayers out to how he's on death's door. Poor guy. He needs your prayers. What if he? What he if, needs your thoughts. What if he does die and and we have to edit this show and put it out? <laughs> It'll be like, oh man, that's strike. That's real. Don't create a situation where you have to edit the show. It has nothing to do with being insensitive about the situation. It's just, just we don't want to edit the show. <laughs> do not want to edit the show. So, yes, thank you for joining us. Uh, in the meantime, I'm Corey. Over there's Mike. Bring back Gareth. Over there is Garrick. Whoa, I get an intro and an outro? All right, Jelly. Holy cow! <laughs> this is the best episode ever! Oh. Oh man, you are so special. Special.